0: Founder and CEO of Rise Modular, which builds and co-develops modular multifamily housing and hospitality projects. Rise is the first modular housing manufacturer in Minnesota. Lawrence started the company in 2018 and has seen demand continue to increase for modular housing.
1: Hey there, today I am pleased to be joined by CEO and founder of Rise Modular, Christian Lawrence. Uh, RISE is a modular housing manufacturer that has also co-developed multiple projects, including the Pentagon Village Apartments, the largest commercial modular construction in the state that broke around April 14th. Hey, Christian, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, can you just start? Give me, give me kind of a, a baseline. Tell me about what Rise Modular does and what modular housing is.
2: Sure. So Rise Modular uh, is a vertically integrated uh, commercial modular manufacturing. A company focused exclusively on wood-framed multifamily and hospitality, uh, ranging from luxury Class A apartments uh, to uh, affordable student-senior housing and hospitality. Uh, And modular construction is not uh, new per se. It's been used for uh, decades in in different regions of the world, Uh, and uh, we're just the first to do it in this region.
1: Great. So you started this company in 2018, right? Um, What inspired that? Sure. Great
2: question. Uh, I got into real estate uh, several years prior to that. And I quickly learned that construction costs were outpacing uh, rent and wage growth. And this presented a huge uh, challenge and problem for the industry and society as a whole. Uh, As you know, we uh, read about and experience the affordable housing crisis locally, regionally, and nationally. And big believer that technology can move the needle on such uh, issues, and that uh, moving said needle uh, helped solve the problem, but also created uh, opportunity. Uh, and so I started researching uh, offsite construction and construction technology more broadly, and uh, discovered uh, volumetric modular. Uh, in particular, and its uh, use in parts of Europe and Asia uh, very successfully for many decades. Uh, and wanted to see what, if any, of it was being done in this country. And saw a couple projects that uh, had been built or were getting built on the east and west coast, uh, but very few and uh, far between, and nothing in the in the center of the country. And I had a project uh, at the time that I wanted to explore building this way but couldn't find a supplier uh, in the uh, midwest and so i decided to do some market research and validate the business plan to um, build a platform here uh, in the twin cities
1: yeah tell me about modular construction i so you build what uh, you're not building i mean you're building the entire project in a warehouse or factory right um and then shipping it over can you tell me just what that process looks like
2: sure so the best analogy is like legos um yeah we're building pieces of a building or volumetric mods uh six-sided uh, mods with you know the floor ceiling all the walls all the interior finishes kitchens bathrooms uh in a manufacturing facility uh, on an assembly line uh, and then transporting them. Uh, to the job site uh, where they're stacked, you know, much like Legos, albeit uh, quite a bit more complicated, um, and stack them on site to comprise uh, the building.
1: Yeah, how does that save costs? Sure. So uh, a couple
2: factors. Um, uh, one is time uh, because of the concurrent construction while ground is being broken in excavation demolition utilities, footings and foundation, uh, podium construction is going on on site, we are simultaneously building uh, the mods uh, on, a, on our assembly line. And so uh, rather than traditional stick construction, where there's a linear progression, uh, we're doing concurrent or simultaneous uh, construction in, in two different locations. Uh, and a second is the, the labor efficiency uh, we get uh, out of a manufacturing environment Where it's truly an assembly line uh where people aren't bringing you know stacks of lumber and other materials up in some cases six stories uh and working in in you know the various conditions whether it be you know weather or or other uh, otherwise uh we're working on an assembly line where materials are coming to you in kits and uh, being assembled and uh, all on the ground floor um and t-shirts all year round, uh, and so we can get uh, greater labor efficiency uh, and productivity uh, with a given uh, number of hours, uh, and we can achieve higher quality due to uh, the same
1: environment. Sure. Um, you know, in a time with inflation, increased construction costs, um, growing focus on affordable housing, do you see a rising interest in modular construction in in the Midwest specifically?
2: Absolutely. Uh, it's been an interesting uh, last few years uh, when we had uh, the vision and, and started the company. And we talked to a lot of developers and you know, very few, if any, said they weren't interested. They uh, just wanted to see it proven first. And you know, now we're on our fifth project and a really nice pipeline uh, upcoming for the next year or two. And so we've seen a huge uptick of interest uh, now that Uh, We've proven the technology and uh, built several buildings uh, everywhere from uh, affordable uh, developers and projects to luxury Class A. So uh, a lot of interest uh, as we've proven ourselves and as construction costs have continued to rise uh, over the last two years.
1: Yeah, I read a packet from Rise Modular that points to some research saying that a developer see up to what 20 percent cost savings um but the research said those cost savings might not show up on the first project uh can you speak to that what does that mean why would that be sure
2: so i'm not sure exactly what piece you're referring to uh we've found that you know on projects right now uh, we're anywhere from cost neutral to about 10 percent uh, less expensive and we expect that uh, margin to Increase over time as uh, stakeholders uh, get more familiar with our product and uh, know, uh, you know, have more data to uh, bid projects and perform the work. Um, mm-hmm. And so it depends on the nature of the project and location, but uh, we find that, you know, cost neutral 10%. And over time, we expect that to be uh, even larger, you know, up to 20%. Yeah.
1: How does the end product differ then from a um construction that's built on site?
2: A good question. Uh, there's uh, some subtle differences. But uh, you know, first and foremost, we're building, you know, to the same code with the same materials, uh, as you know, any stick project. So once you're in the building, uh, and it's completed, for the most part, you'd have no idea whether it was built modular or not. Uh, there are some benefits, though, in terms of the quality and the precision that we can get in a factory environment instead of, for instance, working in the, the snow or wind or rain uh, in the field. And then also uh, acoustics. You know, Our assemblies, we're building six-sided boxes, and so there's a, a double floor ceiling assembly and double wall assemblies, and so it leads to uh, uh, quieter rooms.
1: Yeah. I understand there are some sustainability aspects to this too. Things like uh, cut down on construction waste. Can you speak to some of that?
2: Absolutely. Glad you asked. That's definitely an important uh, part of our, our mission uh, is to build more environmentally sustainable uh, methods. And uh, we can waste a lot less material in a manufacturing environment. Uh, for instance, in our uh, framing uh, section of the plant. We've got a robotic saw that can optimize what pieces are cut out of what piece of lumber to reduce the waste. Um, and so we waste a lot less material. Uh, and because of the, in- the manufacturing environment, uh, it's much easier for us to recycle the material that uh, is uh, uh, waste. And as opposed to jobsite, just throwing things in a dumpster because it's the you know, quickest and easiest uh, thing to do. And then and a couple other aspects that are important to point out is uh, cutting a tier out of distribution uh, saves on uh, emissions. Uh, we can take full semi-truck loads of deliveries at our plant, as opposed to smaller truckloads of just-in-time delivery of you know, windows or fridges or uh, cabinets on site. And so taking that tier out of distribution is... Uh, an improvement from an emission standpoint and on our job sites there's uh, fewer uh, labor needed and so it's uh, less emissions uh, at the project site and uh, important for residents of uh, the communities less traffic and parking required uh, during construction uh, and for a shorter period of time so uh, some environmental uh, savings as well as uh, site disruption savings.
1: Yeah, for sure. You also, your Rise Modular has a few major projects in the pipeline right now, right? Um, from like the Pentagon Village to it looks like you have a deal with the Minneapolis Public Housing Authority for like 16 properties. Um, can you speak to some of the maybe more exciting projects that you're working on and just the growth of your company?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're breaking ground. Uh, later this week on our Pentagon project that we're co-developing with Solomon uh, real estate. Uh, And that will be the largest uh, volumetric modular project built uh, in Minnesota to date. And our largest project, it's 202 units comprised of 205 mods. Uh, And so that's a six-story building, five over one, uh, really nice class A uh, tier one suburban uh, product. And so we're really excited uh, to get going. Uh, on that project then um, we've got a uh, project uh, that we're developing in minneapolis uh, in, in an opportunity zone on glenwood avenue 127 unit, seven story five over two mixed-use project with some retail on the first floor and then probably the most exciting uh, and innovative project we've got coming up uh, is with minneapolis public housing authority uh, we're really excited and proud to partner with them on this uh, first-of-kind uh, project throughout the country. It's 16 scattered sites, uh, four and six plexes, uh, all throughout Minneapolis. Uh, and so we're uh, thrilled to be a part of that project team uh, with DJR uh, as the architect and Frerichs uh, as the GC, um, and obviously Minneapolis Public Housing Authority uh, as the developer. And so that'll be a really unique project uh, and really innovative model uh, that I think could be uh, first of many, uh, you know, locally, regionally, and nationally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dean, I've heard Dean bring, bring up rise modular a few times. And then with this Pentagon village, uh, project, I thought it would be a great time to talk to you. I asked how you got the deal with, uh, MPHA was that, did they reach out to you? Did you reach out to them? How did that, how did that relationship start?
2: Sure. So we've been in contact with them for quite some time. And, uh, they had this, you know, very innovative idea to do the scattered site project, taking uh, advantage of the 2040 plan, uh, the upzoning, uh, and getting rid of single-family zoning. So these are 16 sites that, uh, you know, don't have the density that uh, they will have once the project is complete. And so it's taking underutilized sites uh, and creating, uh, you know, deeply affordable housing uh, and family housing. It's all two and three bedroom units, which is an important. Uh, feature uh, and goal of the project. Uh, And so they put out an RFP and we uh, put together a team with DJR and Frerix. And uh, we are very fortunate to have been uh, selected uh, as the partner on this project. And uh, we're thrilled with that project and excited to kick that off later this year.
1: Yeah. Um, Asking more about trends, are you seeing An increased interest in modular housing around the country around around the world yes it's definitely
2: uh, picking up steam uh, all over the country um uh and locally here as well Uh, a lot of industry tailwinds uh, right now uh and uh while construction costs are rising and that's you know challenging for everyone it, it makes people more willing to see what else is out there and you know see you know Try something different uh, to to get some more efficiencies, whereas you know some developers have the mentality if it's not not broken, why fix it, and why you know do something different? I've you know been successful you know doing things the same way, uh, but in this environment, I think we're all having to get creative on how to uh, you know solve for the pro forma and make sure uh, deals pencil out,
0: yeah.
1: Are you? I'm mostly familiar with modular housing as for residential projects. Are you seeing any other segments of the market, like commercial or uh, any of those segments, tapping into this?
2: Yeah, so modular has been used for single family homes for many decades in, in this country uh, yeah. and abroad. Uh, and, you know, it, we're really a logical progression uh, from that and, uh, you know, building on that technology to apply. Similar concepts of offsite construction uh, to larger, more complex, higher-end structures, mm-hmm. um, and so the industry is growing in, in all verticals. You know, I'm not as familiar with the single-family side of things, but I understand uh, that's growing. Uh, and there's also quite a bit of interest in tiny houses and ADUs. Uh, we don't do any of that. We're we're staying focused on uh, multifamily and hospitality, uh, but a lot of exciting verticals. That are utilizing off-site construction broadly and uh, modular specifically uh, so a lot of different applications whether it be adus single family hospitals classrooms temporary structure barracks and uh you know oil and gas and mining man camp type products so a lot of different applications for modular in a broad sense but uh and uh all are doing quite well and people are you know increasingly trying to figure out uh, better more efficient way to build different types of structures
1: yeah cool well Christian I'm not sure I have any other questions is there anything you wanted to add that um, I didn't ask about?
2: I don't think so I appreciate uh, your interest and enjoyed doing this podcast with you and would love to come back on some other time and uh, share exciting news as it comes up awesome
1: yeah uh, we'd love to hear from you thanks a lot thank you alright take care